Welcome to the world of WE Kiwi, where friends come in all sizes, shapes and species. And now a new story. WE Kiwi and creating tunes with Red Eerie Terry. <laughs> W.E. Kiwi marvelled at his new toothpaste. It was white with little streaks of green and red. He wondered how the colours stayed apart when coming out of the tube. He brushed his teeth and rinsed his mouth. Upon checking in the mirror, he noticed a blob of toothpaste had dropped onto his pyjamas. Oh dear, I've done it again. I thought this week would be the week I would go seven days without a toothpaste drop. W.E. took a face cloth sponged off the toothpaste. A wet patch would join his pyjamas in bed tonight. As he shuffled into bed, he turned his pyjama top so the wet patch would be on the side. His alarm clock was set, and maybe a chapter or two of reading. Leaning over to his bedside table, he noticed his book wasn't there. Oh, tonight isn't going to plan. I left my book next to the sofa. As he was so comfortable in bed, he decided to stay wrapped up. Wind blew rain against the window as he dozed off to sleep. The night grew darker and darker. W.E. turned over. He woke up to the sound of thunder. Waiting to see if there was lightning, it suddenly hit. His entire room lit up. Waiting for more night tricks, they sadly didn't happen. The room was black with nothing coming through the curtains. W took one pillow to place under his head and another to hug. He fell back into a deep slumber. Holding the pillow tighter and tighter, it appeared to be bobbing up and down in his wings. He looked around and he was in the middle of the ocean. His pillow was keeping him afloat. Kiwi birds don't swim usually, so they need some flotation devices to assist them from drowning. The pillow was growing in size. It pressed against his wings till he couldn't hold it anymore. It pushed him up in the air so he was able to jump on it. It was now as big as his mattress. The pillowcase fluttered up, filling with wind from the breeze. It was working as a sail across the ocean. Dolphins jumped out of the water and waved. W.E. had to be polite and waved back. As they jumped up, he called out. Excuse me, um... Hello there, do you know where I am? The dolphins just pushed and played around the mattress, following alongside as it sailed. W.E. let out a huge sigh, as he could be stuck in the ocean forever. How would he eat and drink? How would he go about his daily business? What about brushing his teeth? He didn't bring a toothbrush. Stress was starting to ruffle his feathers, but then two dolphins jumped out of the water and pointed. He was travelling closer and closer to a small desert island. Palm trees swayed in the breeze and he watched coconuts fall onto the beach. The mattress knew which way to go and picked up speed. It swiftly moved to the island up onto the beach. As it landed in the sand, it stopped. W.E. was able to jump off straight onto the beach without getting wet. He turned and the dolphins waved as they swam off. I must repay you one day, kind dolphins, W.E. 
he called out. The palm trees swayed all in time. A faint tune rang out between their fronds. Hmm, musical trees. That's something new, W.E. thought. However, it wasn't the palm trees, as when he got closer to them, the tune was coming from behind. He followed to see where it was coming from. It got louder and louder till he nearly had to put his wings in his ears. There in the clearing, next to a stream, was an old rusted shipping container. It was once red, but now faded crimson, with holes dotted down the sides. Speakers sat outside the container, with electrical cords going inside. The doors were open, and W.E. noticed the stereo was playing. He was about to go inside, when the stereo stopped abruptly. Oops, I hope that wasn't because of me, W.E. chuckled. From behind him, a voice replied. No, don't worry. I think the battery's gone flat. I must charge it again. Um, I hope the clouds part so the solar panels can get going. W.E. turned. The creature was tall and thin. His body was wrapped in long blue fur, like a coat. Both feet had on white sneakers with long laces tucked in. His arms swayed below his waist with three fingers on each. His head was round two tiny oval eyes, with round glasses perched high on his banana-shaped nose. His shoulders were round. This could possibly be due to the weight of his ears. W.E. marvelled at how big and red they were. He had seen large ears on an elephant, but these were two sizes bigger. His ears moved opposite to his stride, so he didn't trip up on them. So, the container is your home? W.E. asked. Yes, kind of. But on a good night, I like to sleep on the beach under the stars. The waves make a lovely symphony to drift off to sleep to. Oh, sorry, my name's Terry. I'm a red eerie. Our ears have come in very good use when it comes to music over the years. It was very lucky the container came ashore. It fell from a ship and inside an order of instruments and devices for a store. I'm Warwick Kiwi, but my friends just call me W.E. But how did you get the container up from the beach, Terry? It looks mighty heavy. I'm incredibly strong. Can't you see that, W.E.? Terry burst out giggling as he flexed his arms. Um, well, you must have very powerful muscles, Terry. I- I'm kidding, W.E. I had some help from my friends. Sanjay the peacock made some ropes, and for me, then he called out to Natalia to pull the container. Natalia is a strong four-horned green-haired rhino. She lived in the, in the other side of the island. We won't see her for some time, as she's building a new house. You don't want to get in the way of Natalia when she has a job to do. Come on, have a look inside the container. W.E. followed Terry into the container. There was a hole in the roof, where a cable from the solar panels ran to charge all the electronics, which were many. There was a set of electric drums, a stereo system, and a mixing desk with two turntables. All were set on one side of the container. On the other side, were guitars, saxophones, a trumpet, a bassoon, a tuba, and a trombone. Terry put his hands over W.E.'s eyes. Right, W.E., name an instrument you remember from what you saw. Um, um, the trombone, Terry? Then we shall play that today. Terry took his hands away and shuffled to get the trombone. He proudly handed it to W.E. Sorry to disappoint you, Terry, but I've never played one before. I've played the guitar and the piano, but never a trombone. 
Terry stood over W.E. and held the trombone up to show him how to hold it. You hold it there, and with the other wing, use it on the slide to go up and down there. Here are the four points to stop where you can learn the scales. Well, let me give it a go, Terry. W.E. held up the trombone and blew away. It wasn't the most stunning result, but W.E. kept trying. Terry took out two stools and placed them outside the container. He dusted both of them off. It's been a while since I had someone to practice with. W.E. took the trombone and sat on the stool. He practiced again. Now it sounded slightly better. You see, W.E., it just takes a little bit of practice. It may take you some time, but you will get there. I don't know how long you've got, Terry, as it could be a long wait. Terry rubbed his hands together. He placed them behind his ears. He did this three times. W.E. had no idea what he was doing. Perhaps I should do the same, but I've got the trombone in my wings, mumbled W.E. Terry ran inside the container. There was a bump and a bang. Then he came out rubbing his hands together once again. Now, W.E., I have to let you into a secret. A secret you can't tell anyone. Or maybe just someone very close. We say secret sandwich. Okay, Terry. Secret sandwich. You need to practice long and hard to get good at anything. It doesn't happen overnight, unless you meet a red airy. I will show you why. Terry rubs his hands faster and faster. So much so, they started to glow green. Now close your eyes, W.E. W.E. closed his eyes and felt Terry's hands on either side of his head. They were warm and he felt a tingling in his ears. As they cooled, Terry took them off and clapped. Now open your eyes, W.E. Feel anything different? I'm not sure, Terry. Well, now you will find out. Let's play a tune together and you will see. Terry went up to the mixing desk and started a tune. And without hesitation, W.E. joined in on the trombone. was incredible. He could play along. The red airy hands were magical. As they finished, W.E. felt exhausted, as he'd never played the trombone before, and now for so long. That was totally amazing, Terry. I don't know how you did it. A secret from the ancient red airies. I can see it might have taken the wind out of your sails, so let's take a break. Terry took the trombone off W.E. and placed it back in the container. He led him back down to the beach. The mattress was still sitting in the sand. In the distance, the dolphins played. The sun was going down on the horizon. There wasn't anything but the ocean in front of them. Terry sat down in the sand and dug his feet in. W.E. followed and watched as the sand fell over Terry's feet up to his knees. It's very peaceful here, Terry. How long have you lived here? All my life. The Red Eyrie go to the far-flung islands of the world. We like to show our friends simple way of life, but with a little bit of magic dropped in every day. It might be music, it might be cooking, but we all strive to learn new things and the Red Eyrie might help you along the way. That's great, Terry. 
maybe you can help me with my guitar. I seem to have been stuck in a rut lately, and I'm not getting any better. Then mix it up. Try different styles, different scales, play with new friends. That might help. W.E. pondered this, but wasn't getting very comfortable. Under his bum, a rock was poking. If he sat there much longer, it might cause a bruise. Sorry, Terry, but I have to move. Is there's a rock under your bum? Yes, I know. Sometimes you have to find the right spot. How about you rest upon your mattress, as that looks a tad more comfortable? Yes, it does. What about you? I'm perfect here, W.E. Time for a little nap. Terry lay back as W.E. hopped back onto the mattress. Now he was very comfortable. He shuffled to find the right position. As he did, the waves came up higher, and he was swept with the mattress back out at sea. The pillowcase again filled with wind. Looking back at the beach, Terry had gone. All that was left were two holes in the sand. The dolphin swam beside him, laughing and jumping out of the water. W.E. turned on his side. He was happily floating on the ocean. Playing the trombone had worn him out. His eyes closed. The mattress deflated, getting smaller and smaller. Before W.E. knew it, the mattress had shrunk back into a pillow. Between his wings, W.E. held it tightly. Rolling thunder woke him up. He sat upright looking at the curtains. Lightning lit up the room, including his alarm clock. It was four in the morning, so he had a few more hours before he had to get up. Shaking his feathers back into place, he was fast asleep before he could say, I'm one tired Kiwi. In his spare room, W.E. was practicing his guitar. Today he had more motivation than ever to improve, but he still didn't have the rhythm right. A knock at the door allowed him to take a break. Mummy Wee, are you ready? Cameron yelled out as W.E. made his way to the door. Oh no, he'd forgotten. He promised Cameron he'd go to the park with him to watch his daughter play football. Cameron's daughter was only six years old and was really good. As W.E. opened the door, Cameron came running in. We still have a little time, W.E., before kickoff. Coach took the team on the minibus for me, so we don't have to watch the warm-ups. I heard you practicing, so let's get to it. What are we doing, Cameron? As a whoop-whoop bird, I must assist you in your musical journey. But not very good today, Cameron. W.E. rubbed his hands and then put them behind his ears. It's my new warm-up, Cameron. But secret sandwich, you can't tell anyone. Promise? I promise, W.E. Secret sandwich? Um, sure. Secret sandwich. And with that, they both started to jam. W.E. laid down a backing track for his guitar, and they played and sang away. Of course, Cameron added his whoop-whoops. It turned out to be a productive day for W.E. on his guitar. And Cameron's daughter, too. She won the football 5-4 on penalties. The end. Thanks for listening, and maybe you find a red airy terry to help you practice. Stay tuned for more stories with W.E. Kiwi, and don't forget to like and subscribe.
and head over to YouTube where you'll find read-along poems with W.E. Kiwi. Well, Quark, well done. That's number nine of the short stories. Yes, John. That's number nine in creating creatures. There are some weird and wonderful ones, aren't there? Yep. And you didn't talk over the voiceovers of our friends either. I know. I stay very silent when they're doing their voiceovers. Right. I'll leave you to pack up. Okay. Bye. I'll see you later. See you tomorrow. Glad I had everything turned off. Or did I? Why did I push this button? Oh. What's the next story? And what about the intergalactic battle to save the world? I haven't even started that. Right, I turn this button off, and we're finished. I think we're finished. Oh, oh, why is this still flashing? Right, signing off in three, two, one. Right, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? It's been a long day. Maybe I have french fries. Oh, but I've got to eat healthy now. Why is this still flashing? Oh, it's still on. Turning off in five, four, three, two, one.